it's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last time we watched our Avatar episode number 12. We also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking, which of these shows should we cover most in 2019? 29% of you guys said Rocco's Modern Life, which we're covering today, so we've got that there. 58% said Hey Arnold, and 13% said Angry Beavers. So poor Beavers getting left out a little bit there, but uh, Hey Arnold was definitely, uh, by and large, the winner there. Yeah, by a lot. And I voted for Angry Beavers, full disclosure, because I'm always up for doing more Angry Beavers. But next time we're in the same place, I think we got to watch the next season because we watched all of season one in like a day when you were in New York. But the people have spoken. So two weeks from now, we will do a Hey Arnold episode. It'll be our first one since, uh, was it the Trash Day one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's the longest Monday that one was called. So yeah, we'll have a new one. I recently have watched all of it. So I'll pick one that, I don't know, we could go the classic route or we could go like underrated gem, you know? Yeah, and I'm really, I mean, there's there's a lot of great material there. And I'm, I'm glad that we'll be digging back into it. Because I think the very beginning of our career, we felt like we were overdoing this. But obviously people have spoken. They, they want more Hey Arnold again. So I, I don't feel bad bringing it back. Yeah, we could even do more of it, you know, for a while, because it's been a bit, and it still is our number one show that we've done, uh, barely outpacing Spongebob, but obviously Avatar The Last Airbender this time next year will be our most watched. Yes, for certain, but you know. Anyway, this week we are getting to Rocco's Modern Life with a delightful episode that Ashley picked. Yeah, this is actually one that um, people might be surprised that I was the one that chose, given some of my uh, previous uh, feelings towards similar such episodes. But we'll get into it. You'll you'll all understand. It'll all make sense. But uh, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at FNN underscore podcast and Facebook, facebook.com slash FNN podcast. And review us on Apple Podcasts so others can find the show. Also check out that YouTube page, and we're, we're still figuring out the whole Instagram, keep the Facebook situation, but for now, Facebook's around, Instagram's not quite out yet, but we'll, we'll think it out. I might try to launch the uh, Instagram before Friday, so it might be out by the time this airs. We're recording this pretty in advance, so uh, I, think I'll give it, I think I'll give it a try, but we'll keep the Facebook running for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. All right, guys, this one is again from Rocco's Modern Life. It's entitled Zanzibar from season three, episode 13A. Originally aired April 21st of 1996. And this musical episode has Rocco pitting the town citizens against Conglomo and its pollution. That's right, a musical episode that Ashley picked. I really did. And and part of it was, you know, we haven't had um, some conflict in a while. And I was hoping that maybe this would bring it out of us. But guys, this has got to be my favorite musical Nicktoon episode, I think, honestly. Mine too. Yeah, I agree with that. The uh, the opera Angry Beavers one is pretty darn great though. Oh yeah, that one's the, the, they're they're a tight competition for different reasons, but 
Um, and, and, you know, I, I have all my gripes. I'd say one is that yeah, even though we have Mr. Big Head singing and it's a little bit uh, iffy there, overall the, <laughs> the voices are, are pretty tolerable. And two, I love there's, there's this acknowledgement um, mostly from Rocco himself about, like, how do you guys all know the words? Like, do you guys rehearse or something? Like, there, there's just a lot of these sort of meta it's comments going on, and I love meta. it. Yeah, yeah. This show pulls off meta without being too like over the top and uh, like cringe is the wrong word. You, you know how some things do meta, and it's like, oh, it's trying way too hard, but Rocco's just nails it every time. Yeah, I think part of it is Rocco as a character, right? Like he's just kind of nonchalant about it he's not like he's not like do you guys get it do you guys get that this is a this is a musical that this is a thing like (laughs) like he just kind of like throws it out there and it's it's just done so well it's so low-key and and lovely and and honestly that the songs for the most part are are pretty good yeah i would say i so the opening number is amazing it's this spring cleaning song where the whole town is cleaning up their own personal spaces which is then cleverly tied to the idea of cleaning up the public spaces of the town and of the world in terms of the environment and climate change pretty directly so this episode was a bit ahead of the game it was pre the year 2000 people knew what climate change was but if it's if it's uh, up for debate now which i think our official podcast position would be that it isn't (laughs) but uh if it's still debatable now by some crowds it certainly was then so this episode took a bit of a risk yeah definitely and and i feel like this show tends to kind of go there a lot right um and and and, you know there's a lot of you know sort of preachy let's be good to the environment kind of things but i feel like this one really doesn't it, it's it's not the same flavor, right? Like it, it is trying to be a little educational. It is trying to throw out some things about like let's be good to the earth and everything. But it's it's done in a, I don't know, a more mature manner than a lot of other cartoons would, which we tend to see in Rocco's, right? Where we say that it's really not quite as geared towards the children as as other shows might be. Right, which is sort of a thing of the early to mid '90s Nicktoons. It, it got more kid-friendly, more sanitized, maybe as society did throughout the 90s. But yeah, the <laughs> it's so funny, this opening number. There's everyone's in their own homes cleaning, and this one guy says, I'll vacuum the cat, which kind of tickled me. And <laughs> there's choreography. It feels kind of like the opening in uh, La La Land, Another Day of Sun, where they're all in their cars and stuff. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I have, and and that's actually very reminiscent of what's going on and including like you know the ending all the characters are outside all their hands are up and everything's all you know (laughs) it's just got this fun energy to it and and again we get immediately after Rocco's just like why was everyone singing (laughs) Rocco doesn't sing a note in this episode and it's a brilliant choice like of course Rocco doesn't join in he's I think they give him an accent that's different than everyone else's on purpose. Rocco is kind of a lone wolf in this world. Uh, He's a bit of an outsider. And so him being the only one not in on the musical is amazing. Yeah. And and it works well. Like I feel like it would, it would almost feel a little out of character if he did join in the singing, I would be a little bit thrown, but, but no, it, it it works really well. Um, And, um, you know, we got like the little joke about like, yeah, we rehearse on Thursdays. Um, 
or and that Raku or whatever. just never got the memo, yeah. <laughs> and, and it does, yeah. It does kind of put him in this outsider-ish position. And it, I think it's a, you know, he's not an outcast, but just sort of a little bit out of the loop for the most part. Yes, he is. But he's pretty willing to roll with it. He's just confused. He's not, like, angry. But they also button the song with a fart. <laughs> I think it's assumed <laughs> to be Heifer. So it does have a little bit of that immature humor in there as well. Yeah, it definitely does. And, and I mean, this isn't, like, you know, a, a crazy, a over-the-top serious show by any means. I mean, it is a musical episode. Let's Let's not get crazy here but it does do a, do a good job i think of um covering a relatively more serious topic here in a in a fun way yeah and um, it kind of cleverly mocks the sort of like hey kids clean up the environment psas of the 90s uh we have this amazing moment where they're all at a uh like a dump and you hear this voice saying that's right the you know, the environment is in danger and it's your responsibility to help clean it up. And we think that it's this bear and like Smokey the Bear or whatever up on top of the dump. But the bear hasn't said a word. <laughs> and I think it's uh, Heifer who says, that's right, whatever, the like Ranger Rick or, you know, something, yeah. some figure like that. And he goes, oh, actually, it was me. And it's this, uh, what do they call him? Captain Compost Heap. So he's just this sentient, like, composted vegetables in the dump. So just this blob of green, like, with this soothing PSA voice educating the the town about the environment. Yeah, and he is, I would argue, the catchiest song of this of this whole shebang. This uh, where they spell out recycle, conserve. And pollute, I think, right are the are the three oh, yeah. ones and over and over and over again. <laughs> but it it works. It is super catchy. It's kind of stuck in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. will say I expected more of a variety of melody, but maybe that's because I expected too much out of a ten minute episode. You know, there's really only two songs in the whole thing, but the second song repeats over and over and over again. Yeah, there is the brief Mr. Big Head song. True. Um, true. In the middle, too. That one's a little forgettable, I guess. He just kind of sings yeah. about how, you know, he's um, he's ruining the environment. He doesn't care because he just cares about money. And, um, you know, and and it does kind of, like, you know, it feels, it feels familiar to the real world, right? Like, everyone's like, all right, let's do our part. We've heard this song. We're going to go and we're going to clean up the town. And, like, all the, you know, regular townspeeps, they go ahead and they clean everything up. But then it turns out that really the bigger problem is this big old corporation that's just dumping all their stuff and their sort of immediate reaction is like, well, you know, there's corporate America. <laughs> so it goes. That sucks. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it, it definitely feels very real. And I think it definitely points to that sort of feeling that a lot of us have of like, well, you know, our interests aren't being thought of by these big corporations, but what are we supposed to do about it? Right. Yeah, it's a pretty stereotyped um, conflict, right? I'm, I'm, try I'm looking into the title of why it's called Zanzibar, and that's an area was, of, of Tanzania. I was wondering that, too, and I, I couldn't immediately find anything. I didn't dig crazy deep, but... 
I mean, um, I'm on the wiki page for the episode, and the only Zanzibar, like, searches, uh, the only thing it comes up with is the title of the episode, so I don't really get it. I mean, it's stylized like Oklahoma, which had the exclamation point. The musical style is like Oklahoma meets the music man with all the townspeople bouncing up and down while Rocco kind of inspires them all to action. Uh, that's a funny scene of Rocco sort of becoming a part of the musical without singing, and yeah, it's it's really good. We yeah, we have Conglamo, they're polluting, and Rocco riles up the mob, and Heifer says that the or Rocco's like, you know what happens when people get together, a big group of people, and Heifer goes, oh, like a it's a big unruly mob. <laughs> Yeah, and then we we get, I think they they sing that amongst other things, right? They they keep singing, things to the same, tune, right? They're like. First, it starts with "I guess we might as well." We've all got nothing better to do, and then to that same tune as the original "I guess we might as well." There's, we're a big unruly mob, and uh, one of my favorites. He doesn't know the words, when Rocco's talking about how he can't sing along. It's. I mean, it's it's just fun. It really is. Yeah, it's great. Also, there's a surprising lack of Filbert in this episode. He could have had a really cute song. You know what? You're right. Yeah, he's... Is he even in the background? I I wasn't looking for him, but... I would have caught him, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't promise you that he doesn't show up, but he certainly doesn't show up in any major way if he does at all. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so Ashley, you sent me a very interesting link, a Reddit thread from r slash fan theories from two years ago, where uh, the user Shrimpy2 theorizes that the title is a reference to the 1968 novel Stand on Zanzibar by John Brunner. The novel is a work of speculative fiction that attempts to extrapolate the consequences of trends at the time and how it would impact the future. While its title and primary theme refer to overpopulation, the book does address the environmental impact of so many people living on the planet. Alright, I yeah. I buy it. I don't f- see another more plausible explanation. Yeah, it's it's really just hard to hard to say. I, I like the idea that one, two years ago, pretty recent, um, somebody was pondering this very same question. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, guess it's one of those Patricia things. Patricia had recommended this episode to us. Like, it's definitely one of the most memorable episodes of the series. Yeah, I guess I just mean it, it's kind of funny that it's like two years ago, not like. 10 years ago <laughs> True. right like yeah, on some like weird internet forum of the early 2000s yeah this is like post us starting the the podcast right Probably. wow you're right that's so, crazy <laughs> <laughs> anyways um but you know i guess that it just kind of is what it is we'll we'll live without any explicit knowledge of whether or not that's what the name came from but um it's just a fun one. I will say, you know, like the the ending is a little oversimplified. That Rocco decides to talk to the big, you know, uh, corporate board and just says like, "Hey, could you guys maybe be better?" And he's trying to spell, and they're all like, "Why is he spelling?" And he says like, "Well, there's a catchy tune that goes with it, but I miss the rehearsals." And uh, it, it's just fun like that. But then, yeah, the, the whole crew bursts in. They sing the song one more time to make sure we all remember to recycle and conserve and <laughs> not to pollute. And um, 
it's it's fun, right? Like it's a very again oversimplified solution to the problem, but it's fun. It works. It's a twelve minute episode. Like what what else can they do, right? And it doesn't. It's it resolves kind of cynically as you would expect the show to do. But just filling in the gaps real quick between when Rocco riles up the crowd and they all say, "I guess we might as well. We've all got nothing better to do, and this stuff is starting to smell. So we'll march downtown with you." <laughs> That's what they all sing in unison in response to Rocco's call to arms that's just a great lyric they're standing in the dump so this stuff is starting to smell is great uh they march and there's this like police doorman type person that their Rocco has to convince to let them in and uh he says well who are you guys is this spontaneous and he says they he says they all sing we're a big unruly mob which is great uh and Rocco's like oh yeah this is all just sort of came together uh uh, spontaneously, and the guy says, "Well, then, how did you all know the lyrics? Didn't you rehearse?" <laughs> it's lovely, and of course, and Rocco's yeah. like, "Well, yeah, I don't know the lyrics. It's yeah." <laughs> and yeah, then he goes into the board meeting. He stammers. Uh, he's like, "There's a song. It's catchy." They burst in. Rocco's like, "I told you it was catchy." Board members go, "Okay, fine. Tell Ed Bighead to get in charge of recycling," which has some dark implications. I think that we can relate to in 2019. Let's say of, uh, you know, Ed Bighead is in charge of keeping the environment safe. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is he the person in charge of that? Yeah, I mean, he he certainly isn't exactly the world's most uh, reputable person to be cleaning up the environment, right? And, and and it's also kind of funny. It's like, you know, he's he's kind of just doing Band-Aid work at this point, right? Like, he's he's going through, he's cleaning it up for a day, but he's not changing the way the company works necessarily, right? They're not necessarily fixing all of their deep-seated issues here, but it is what it is. Yeah, and it's clear the whole time that, like, they're not claiming a 12-minute episode is making a huge difference either. It's I like that there's the nuance there, even though it's not a very... Uh, nuanced concept like you'd think oh a musical everything's going to be overly simple and over the top but really it's a more complicated ending than it seems like of course we have the button where ed bighead they surround him at his house and they say hey thank you for doing all this and he said i'm not gonna do it again i don't care about the environment blah 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 and as this is happening he gets zapped by a beam from cutting through the ocean the wow not the ocean (laughs) cutting through the (laughs) ozone and uh, lighting him on fire, burning him to a crisp. So that's not how that works, obviously. Ed Bighead, unfortunately for our world, sees far more consequence than many of the people responsible for our environment in the real world. But, uh, you know, the implication being that things might not be that much different going forward, and that's pretty upsetting. Yeah, and, you know, um, we, we do get a good Captain Compost heap chimes in here and tells us that, you know, if we, if we don't treat Earth a little better, we're going to get our butts kicked. And, and I think that's, I mean, it's real, right? Like the concern that, yeah, you guys can all ignore this problem and you can grumble about it, but in the long run, it's, it's going to be hurting us, right? Um, and I think that's sort of what they get out here isn't necessarily that the individuals who are against this are going to personally get punished, but that maybe we should care a little bit about the, the future of our planet and humankind. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid episode. You know, it does have the cheerfulness of the musical. It has some fun songs going on there. 
overall, it was everything that I wanted it to be. Um, not necessarily any conflict between the two of us on this. We both really loved this one, but it was yeah. great to get back to Rocco's. <laughs> yeah, we've had past conflicts about musicals, as you all know, but we both loved the SpongeBob musical and we both loved this. So maybe it's just schools out the musical. <laughs> <laughs> it really might just be Timmy's voice at the end right, of the day that just uh, that breaks it apart. <laughs> yeah, although Ed Bighead wasn't exactly soothing to listen to, but it was in character and interesting enough. All right, well, that's pretty much all my thoughts on the episode. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Sweet. Uh, you got a segment prepared for this episode, I hope. Yeah, um, my segment is basically, hey guys, let's try a little bit better so that maybe we can stop getting our butts kicked. (laughs) Yeah, that's gotta be better than any of the research segments we've had for the Avatar ones. Uh, Love it. Thank you very much for that. Uh, We get to head to the conclusion. Sounds good. All right, guys, our Twitter poll for this week is which TV movie, hopefully coming in 2019, are you more excited about? Is it Rocco's Modern Life's Static Cling, or is it Invader Zim's Enter the Florpus? Now, we were supposed to have three years in a row of of classic Nicktoon TV movies from The Jungle Movie in 2017, Static Cling in 2018, and Enter the Florpus in 2019. We unfortunately did not see Static Cling in 2018. Hopefully it's just around the corner, but uh, it's unclear at the moment, and Invader Zim seems to be on schedule. Yeah, we, we've heard some words, you know, from... Uh, from the uh from joe murray about sort of what's going on and where things are going and we'll we'll see how it all pans out but we know that it's been produced it exists and so certainly eventually it's going to get released in some way hopefully sooner rather than later i was thinking about nicktoon movies 2017 18 19 and we have one slated for 2020 as well the third and final spongebob movie it's a wonderful sponge (laughs) which will be in theaters so uh we'll have to see that and then discuss it on here yeah i'm uh Yikes. I, I I can't quite put into words how I'm feeling about this one, guys. But I I will always go into anything with an open mind and hope for the best. So we'll we'll see where it goes. But yeah, that'll be something. <laughs> um, but next week, we are continuing our Avatar The Last Airbender watch with episode 13, moving right along there. And I can promise you that that will be good quality content. Yeah, looking forward to that. And of course, we've already teased the Hey Arnold that's coming shortly after that. So, And then we'll have Avatar again. So, surprise, you guys know our entire month. <laughs> we've got our social media, as usual. Check out our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And maybe we'll have an Instagram by the time this is released. We'll let you know on our Twitter account. Yeah, and if we don't, make sure you follow us on all of the others. But with that, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.